Thanks for tuning in to the Direct Access to Oxford Physical Therapy podcast, where we talk about your body, how it moves, and empowering you with the knowledge to manage and treat your pain or discomfort. You will also get an exclusive behind-the-scenes look at a successful private practice. You have the questions, and we have the answers. Now let's get moving. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to the Direct Access to Oxford Physical Therapy podcast. I'm your host, Matt. And your co-host, Allie. And we have a special guest joining us this evening, Dr. Melanie Proctor. Hi. Welcome. Hi. Thanks for being on. Thanks. Why don't you uh, give our guests a little background on yourself and how you came to be sitting here tonight? (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Well, my name's Melanie Proctor. I'm originally from Lexington, and then I actually went to the osteopathic school in Pikeville, Kentucky. That's awesome. And then came to Northern Kentucky to do residency at St. Elizabeth. And so I'm a family practitioner in the Northern Kentucky area now. Cool. And so, of course, seeing everybody from birth to death. Yeah. Uh, we run across lots of different things and we see lots of different pathologies. Right. So yeah. it's always good to get to know some of our local resources. Yeah, yeah. Seeing people from birth to death. I don't think I've ever heard of it that way, but that is very true. Yep. That's kind of creepy (laughs) (laughs) it is so we can go from i can see a newborn and then i can walk in the room and see somebody that's 85 years old and then turn around and walk back in and see a teenager and walk back in and discuss diabetes hypertension hyperlipidemia and then turn around and see somebody that was got into it with their grandchild that their knee was hit by a power wheel so (laughs) like there's a wide variety i never know what day interesting right right? always okay so it's unlikely that you see the same person from birth to death but hopefully not i haven't been in practice that long so but i'm not aging you here (laughs) no (laughs) but i the nice part about it is I do see generations. So mm-hmm. there's one family that I've had five separate generations, which oh, that's is cool. I think I take that on as a, it's a real, it's nice. It gives you a yeah. real understanding of what's going on. So there are several groups that I have or several families that I see through generations. That's yeah. really cute. Yeah. So it's kind of nice. It gives you, a, plus it gives you some background and some information on those people, yep. but they don't necessarily always volunteer. Yeah. So. You get to know okay. them a little bit more. Yep. So tell our listeners, I want to back up just for a minute because you said osteopathic school of medicine. So tell everyone, what is the difference in osteopathic versus another type of school? So if you look, when you're going to see any type of physician, they usually have two mainly initials behind their name, either MD, which is Mm -hmm. medical doctor, Mm -hmm. or an allopathic physician, or if it says DO, we do it. We didn't OD on it. <laughs> it's a doctor of osteopathic medicine. So our thought process, we've been around since the 1800s. Mm-hmm. So we're board certified. We are in every specialty you can ever imagine. Mm-hmm. But our thought process is a little bit different than our allopathic colleagues. Those are the ones that you've seen from UK, UofL, Ohio State, things along those lines. So mm-hmm. we approach it as more holistic, yep. but it's holistic in mind, body, and spirit. Right. So, and then we're also taught to do osteopathic manipulation, mm-hmm. which is kind of the background with that, it's structure equals function. So if the structure of the body is not correct, then the function of the body will not be correct. Mm-hmm. So we are taught to kind of go through and make sure the structure is correct. So it's similar to chiropractics, but not quite the same thing. Yeah. Um, we're taught a few more modalities and then mm-hmm. we're taught everything that any allopathic physician has done. So I had an anatomy lab. I took biochemistry. Yeah. I did, you know, biochem, took pharmacology. I, 
and then we go through and we do our rotations just like everybody else yeah and third and fourth year you're doing the same thing you apply to residencies and then we're all board certified yeah some physicians go on to practice osteopathic medicine that that's all they do they're actually Mm -hmm. two or three in northern kentucky that that's all they do Mm -hmm. and then other people have their own specialty and they'll try to integrate it into their practice yeah sometimes it works sometimes it doesn't sure so um what along the path made you choose family medicine when you were doing your training so there are a couple of things with family medicine that I really like that stuck out to me. One, I like the continuity of care. Mm-hmm. So having being able to see everybody from birth to death and those different yeah. generations is really nice. Plus, I liked variety in life. And yeah. As I've mentioned, <laughs> there's definitely variety in my day. And then the last thing was I'm a little bit of a control freak. And okay. the fact of I like to know what's going on with my patient. So yeah. a lot of times we look at family medicine as kind of the quarterbacking of care. Right, right. And that's why when you go to the ER, they'll tell you to follow up with your primary care in 72 hours. Right. So because we know you, hopefully, mm-hmm. on a regular basis and get to see you. And we get to know what you look like when you're sick and versus when you're not. So yeah. that's one of the biggest reasons to have a primary care. So oh, you're like leading to right into it. the next question. <laughs> this is perfect. So smart. It's like on a tee. This is great. Uh, Matt, I, I swear just, you pay these people. I can get a cup of coffee and just sit back here and relax. I know. I think we should just let her go. <laughs> <laughs> but this is the helpful part about having a primary care because yeah. we get a chance to see what you look like when you're healthy. Yeah. So if something does happen, then we're like, okay, here's we know where to go. We know how to approach you. We know how to, like, what works for you versus what doesn't, what right. medications work or it doesn't. This has become a big issue with a lot of people this year and the past two years that have had COVID. All of a sudden, they've been super, super sick. They come out of the hospital. They're trying to get better, and they need a note to go back to work or something else sure. along those lines. And they don't have, they don't have a, a relationship. Right? Correct. And yeah. so, and that's the other nice thing about primary care and family medicine. We develop that relationship, and you hope that it's a long-term relationship because yeah. – a lot of times you'll go in, you'll see a specialist. Once that problem is taken care of or under good control, they'll say, oh, well, you can just follow up with your family doc. You can follow up with your primary care. And so we're going to quarterback that care. Mm-hmm. A lot of times, too, we go through and we have to interpret what is being said because specialists are great. But sometimes patients are really overwhelmed with what's going on. Yeah. For sure. So then you come back and you see us. And then a lot of times I'll put it in regular English. So I'm yeah. translating <laughs> <laughs> what that meant. Plus a lot of times you saw the specialists and they did a great job of explaining, but then you get home and you have a thousand questions yeah. or you got on everybody's favorite friend, Google. And yeah. Then you, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Please don't look that up. <laughs> <laughs> or at least let me know what your questions are. So I'm not guessing what you just looked up. Right. 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 So. See, that's how I feel on this podcast. And in my daily job is what do you mean? When you say that 13-syllable word that you just said. Exactly. We appreciate people like you. Well, that's really um, why I'm so happy to have you as a guest on the podcast, because we talk about direct access and to information to our patients, and we want to give them that access to um, some of these common things that people may not think about, right? I think it's really interesting that people have a great insurance policy on their vehicle and their house and their boat and their, you know, all these things. And they don't do any preventative maintenance or prior planning about their body, right? So when should someone engage a primary care doctor? Like at what decade of life? Let's say someone just moved here. Um, you know, they're in their 20s. They're healthy. They're going, eh, I don't, I don't need to see anybody. And 
that's what the majority of people do. But we would love to see you right then and there. Yep. Because then we can establish a baseline. Yeah. We'd like to see you once a year because we would rather do preventative care sure. than reactive care. Yeah. And so, and a lot of people's insurances have gotten a lot better that they get this big benefit. Sure. Get money off their insurance. I never knew my signature was going to be worth anything to anybody <laughs> else. Uh, is that like an autograph? <laughs> yeah, but I sign it and it benefits them. It and, yeah, it benefits their me. life. They don't yeah. share the Amazon <laughs> gift card with no, you or whatever they, they get? but oh. I think the most it's ever been worth is like $1,200 for a year. Oh, wow. That's more than mine. Start getting commission on that. You would think. So, but we would much rather start seeing you then. Yeah. And that way, if something happens, we know what happened before. Sure. So, because that was the other thing about osteopathic medicine that really drew me. There's a quote that came from one of our founders that says that anybody can find disease. The object of a physician is to find health. Yeah. So everybody's definition of health is really different. For sure. So this is why we'd love to see you for our baseline. Just come in, see me, because you never know what's going to happen. Right. And so it's always easier to come in find that primary care, establish a good relationship with them. So you're on the same page about how you want to move forward. Mm -hmm. Some people want a pill for everything. Other people mm -hmm. are like, I want to go as natural as I possibly can. Sure. And so, and then we always talk about diet, exercise. So I have a lot of people that end up, they go to the gym because they've come to see me once. Their cholesterol, their blood pressure wasn't ideal. Yep. So they're, I'm no problem with diet and exercise. And sure. then they end up in the gym and then all of a sudden now we've got an injury that yep. we don't yeah. like. And so... That's why I really appreciate that you all are in gyms, which I think is yeah. incredibly helpful. So when that injury occurs or yeah. that form isn't correct, mm -hmm. you all can at least see it. You can correct it earlier on. So by the time you get to see me, you can at least say I've done X, Y, and Z. I've done right. stretching. Because, again, I want to be proactive and prevent any problems. I don't really want you to be sick because, of course, yeah. that goes against the thought of health. Yeah. Right. So well, I think it's so valuable what you're saying about prevention and being proactive. We talk about that on a lot of different episodes. It's so much easier to treat something right in the very beginning or even before it starts to, you know, for us, if we look at like a postural default, we see someone with a forward head. It's like if we can get them working on things before they start to have neck pain or before they start to have shoulder impingement, my gosh, it's just so much more beneficial. Well, and they'll last longer. Yeah. Like, I mean, you only get one body. Yeah. Like, you yeah, don't, exactly. I don't get, and it's really hard to replace pieces. And those pieces <laughs> are never the yeah. same. That's right. So, and once you start down that path, it's really hard to get all the way back from that. So, yeah. if the more that we can prevent and kind of help with that and yeah. get that stretching back in place where it's supposed to be, or have somebody look at your posture or your form, then yeah. even better then that means there's less medication. That means there's less rehab later on. Right. And you can maintain your life how you want it. Yeah. Well, I think that's really valuable. I am going to stem off this question a little bit. So in my generation, which I'm not, you know, separating our generations from each other here in this room, <laughs> but I'm saying... <laughs> Our generation is of those who are kicked off the insurance and now they have to make their own appointments. Do you see that as, you know, trouble in your day or like anybody who's just, I'm afraid of making the appointment because I'm afraid of what they're going to tell me. Uh, what would you I, tell those I patients? that all the time. Yeah. So usually what I'll tell people is don't forget they fed me, so I'm not going to bite. <laughs> all, <laughs> I like most all of us don't wear a white coat. So there's not that barrier in between. And we're really just here to have a conversation. Mm -hmm. My goal isn't yeah. to find a problem. It's to prevent one. Yeah. And so it is, 
it's nerve wracking to go in the, for the first time. I still have a lot of people that feel that way because everybody's convinced that I'm going to give them bad news. Mm-hmm. Right. My goal is not to give you bad news and sure. to say, hey, we're doing a whole lot better than we thought. Yeah. And at least to get that baseline. But it's always hard. We've yeah. done a little bit better. You can schedule things online. Mm-hmm. So it's not always the phone call. Yes. Yeah. And especially when I see my younger people come in where they've done it for the first time. We always talk about the fact you get your ribbon for adulting today. <laughs> oh, and, I like that. <laughs> so, because it's hard. And yeah. you're like, this doesn't make any sense. Am I comfortable doing this? And I usually mm-hmm. always tell them, I was like, there's no wrong answer because mm-hmm. you're a completely and totally open book so whatever you tell me that's what i have to take as truth right now yeah i like the benefit of scheduling online do you guys also offer like telehealth or anything like where someone doesn't actually have to leave their house (laughs) so yes we we do a lot of telehealth of course with covid that really the goal was to do a certain number of visits and we blew that out of the water within the first two weeks i think yeah so we do a lot of telehealth now and we even have a couple of different platforms that we can use so it's a little easier for people so Mm -hmm. we've had multiple people they don't have good wi-fi at their house so they'll hang out near a mcdonald's or a few (laughs) other places that have somewhere else they feel comfortable yeah that's a little closer (laughs) so and we don't mind to do telehealth we prefer not to do the first visit as telehealth Mm -hmm. because but then there are a lot of things follow-up wise that we can do that way and it's pretty easy and i've had multiple people that you know, they've finished class, they've walked out, they're in between classes. I've got plenty of people that work from home. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's pretty nice to be able to work through. Mm-hmm. We send you instructions beforehand. And one of the ones that we use now, really, all you do is click on the link and it just pops up. Yeah. So not, you don't have to be crazy tech savvy to do some nice. of these things. We also kind of have that where they are afraid to come to physical therapy because they're afraid that we're going to tell them to stop doing what they like or what they love or a sport that they're playing. Um, and Matt, I think you see a lot more. Yeah. I mean, I think the biggest thing we try to educate them about is we're here to help them continue to do that. And we can break down whatever they're doing activity wise. And maybe there's one component of it that's painful. We can help modify that or find a, you know, a solution or substitute until it is better. But if they ignore it, and I mean, I'm sure that's probably what a lot of what causes people to have bad issues in your office is Correct. ignoring things doesn't help anybody, right? Nope. And we talk, I've worked with a lot of CrossFitters and we talk about rest being a four letter word yeah. and it is a four letter word. And so, but I never tell them to rest because then we end up with more mental health issues. Mm-hmm. Because right. A lot right. Of people use this for their release. For sure. And so when we stop, then that's a bigger problem. So yeah. we always like, let's modify this. Right. Talk to your coach, go to physical therapy. How can we modify this? But you're still there doing something right with, instead of completely and totally stopping. Cause then we're going to end up with even more problems. Just yeah. like we talk about now sitting is the new smoking. Right. So I need people that are up. I need people that are moving and to stop and to completely do nothing. This is not beneficial for anybody. And we're going to end up with a lot more problems. That for makes sure. me want to stand up right now. <laughs> <laughs> everyone at home, stand up for I us. I and like we will stand like, up like, oh. So, what about the patient that, um, you know, we, we'd be remiss if we didn't mention COVID in the last two years, right? I mean, <laughs> gosh, it's been such, you know. Hot a, button topic. Yeah, just such a huge Hot thing. <laughs> um, you know, a lot of people probably had it, probably didn't have a family doctor relationship beforehand, maybe did a home test or a drive-through test or, or something like that. And they got over COVID, but now they're like, hey, maybe I need to, maybe I need to see someone. Maybe I need to get someone on record. But maybe they're feeling like, 
it's too late. Uh, I don't, it's, you know, I, it's never too late. Okay. It's never too Good. late to come see us. I, there's a lady that I had at one point in my practice that she hadn't seen somebody for 40 plus years. Okay. And then something came up and yeah. oh. she came in and it's like, okay, well, we'll just, we'll just start from where you are. Right. That's fine. So right. it doesn't really matter if you're 18 months, 18 years old or 85 years old. That's, yeah. that's fine to me. It's never too late because we can still do preventative care. And sure. again, my biggest goal is to help you find health. However, we're going to define that for you. And yeah. that definition is different for every person that I see. Yeah. So I like that. And so what role in your, um, you know, prevention, because I think we see patients at all different spectrums of physical activity. We see people that are like, I can run five miles. I want to be able to run 10. Or we see people that are like, I can't get up the steps and I want to be able to do that, you know? So, um, when you talk about physical therapy, what role does that play in your practice when you're looking at patients? So when we start with them, any type of movement is better than nothing. So yeah. a lot of times I'm like, I just need to get you up and moving. So yeah. even if it's squats to a chair, yeah. it's like, cause let's be honest, you have to be able to do that. Squats to a chair are very similar to squats to a toilet. Right. Like the, <laughs> that's one of those activities in daily living that we need. And so when I, Plus, when I'm sitting there watching them and I watch them go from the chair to the table, Mm -hmm. there's so much that that tells me. And I'm like, "Mm, I think we need to strengthen X, Y, and Z because the last thing I want you to do is fall. I don't want you to break anything. Mm -hmm. So anything that we can work on to be able to have more strength, to maintain that muscle mass, to prevent osteoporosis, those are all good things that we want. And I think that's where physical therapy helps. And especially if I have somebody that's thinking about, well, I'm thinking about getting a knee replacement. I'm like, well, then your quads need to be as strong as strong can be so right let's work on these squats let's go to physical therapy beforehand yeah. again we want you to be successful because i yeah. want you to find health i want you to get back to doing whatever your main goal is it is it yeah. to dance at your son's wedding versus Aww. it's to be able to hike mushy pishu it doesn't sure. really matter to me because again everybody's a little individualized yeah, yeah. So and you don't want to just send them like hey go exercise and not be well and that's like just eat healthy like yeah everybody needs a little <laughs> bit of a structure to say hey how do i do this a little bit more yeah so but that's where i think you all really come in because you all plus can take the time right and really focus on that person as an individual and test out okay what can we do all right yeah when you squat to this chair are you turning are you doing something exactly you favor this side versus another side are you yeah. you know really using the handles that this isn't good or right. you don't use the handle of that chair because maybe this shoulder hurts or something else yeah that i may not have picked up on because that's not what you were complaining about for sure and we talk all the time about things being interrelated you know and i'm sure some patients think we're looking at the wrong chart when they come in with a knee problem and we do something with their hip or their lower back and they're like wait a minute that's not why i'm here yeah but you know it's all links in a chain so well, and just like in where my osteopathic training helped too, that structure equals function i love it yeah just because the function isn't here i don't always chase pain because yeah, there could be a problem on the other side, right? That this is a compensatory mechanism that mm-hmm. nobody realized until somebody has a chance to really stop and focus on that one part to figure out, all right, where are we going? Where's the really the problem? Like, is it back pain? Or is it because your ribs are stuck? Yeah, and most people don't think about that. But here, let me just give you your steroid and your muscle relaxant. Probably not the best way. Yeah. And are we really going to get you back to that level of health that you really want? Right. Or am I just putting a Band-Aid on something? Right. right. I love the philosophy. I do, too. I think it's very um, in line with our treatment model as well. So 
I think it's awesome to share the information and hopefully patients out there are, are hearing it and are less intimidated uh, by maybe visiting with a family doctor because I think in terms of giving people direct access to information, yearly checkup would be one of the best things they could do for themselves. Yeah, and we then we get into other preventative things and, you know, some people don't want to think about them. But again, I don't want you to have breast cancer. I don't want you to have colon yeah. cancer. I don't want the osteoporosis. We want to prevent those things because I would assume those are not in your version of health. Right. So, but this is one of those things that you need to be honest when you go into your doctor. All right, what are my goals? What do yeah. I really want to accomplish? Yeah. And then just like you test drive a lot of other things, there are plenty of people that come in. Make sure that you and your doctor are on the same page as to how you're going to approach things. Sure. And if it doesn't work for you, there are plenty of physicians out there. Find yeah. the one that works for you. You should like your doctor. Yeah. It should be this team approach. If you don't, go find somebody else. Yeah. yeah. It's good it information. It probably is best for both of you at that it, point, it, right? It, it is. <laughs> it, because no, we don't want to fight back and forth. Right. Yeah. So You're the doctor here. <laughs> I'd like you to be compliant, but I need you to buy in. Yeah. And if, if we're not on the same page with things, then it's not a good working relationship. And again, you're not going to be the best version of your health. You're not going to get to whatever your definition of health is. Yeah. Yeah. Well, if this episode doesn't convince our listeners to come see you, then yeah, I don't know what does. <laughs> well, Dr. Proctor, thank you so much for the information. Really appreciate it. Yeah. I think it's great, great knowledge for our, our listeners to yeah. have. Sure. Part of um, us getting you ready for this episode, I did not prepare you for how much Matt has to mention direct access. So we... <laughs> I have no problem with that because there are a lot of times I don't know who requires a referral or who doesn't. Yeah. So I would much rather say, hey, I went here and I'm going to say, great, you have engaged in your health care. You yeah. took full advantage of that. So I don't have any problem with that. For sure. And again, that's why I'm really glad that you all are in gyms and things along yeah. those lines because – as you all walk through or somebody, you know, there, somebody has started personal training and mm-hmm. they're starting to have pain. I would much rather them see you first. And then on the back end, then get this note that says, Hey, are you okay with this? Cause the answer is probably yes. Right. If that gets them feeling better. So <laughs> I have no issue with that whatsoever. Yep. Well, we love it. We yep. love the symbiosis. Yep. So patients are first in our minds. So thanks again. Thank you. Bye. Bye everyone. Thanks for listening. You can find us online at OxfordPhysicalTherapy.com. And you can also find us on our social media pages like Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, and TikTok. Remember, you do not need a doctor's referral to receive physical therapy in the state of Ohio and Kentucky, where we offer double the care for less than half the cost. You can schedule appointments online or stop into any center for a free screen, what we like to call a bee visit. Please write a review, send us a comment or message on our social media platforms. And until next time, keep it moving.